Hi, and welcome to the Vancouver Life Podcast. This podcast is created to answer the most talked about questions when it comes to navigating the Vancouver real estate market. I'm your host, Dan Wartell, a licensed agent and accredited real estate investment advisor based here in Vancouver, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Dash. Hi, Dan. I'm also a local realtor, an exhausted father of two, husband of one, and really happy to be here. Let's get right into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to the Vancouver Life Real Estate Channel. We have created a five-part mortgage series with our colleague and friend, Mikhail Ferreira from the Bank of Montreal. In this series, he answers the most asked questions when it comes to financing real estate. The topics include how and when to finance a pre-sale condo, your options when it comes to down payments on a home, how and how much equity you can access within an existing property, the best ways to finance investment properties, and lastly, how to purchase real estate within a corporation, especially good episode for my realtors and other business owners who operate as an incorporated business. Our guest, Mikhail, has been with the Bank of Montreal for over 15 years now and consistently finances more real estate than any other mortgage specialist within that organization across all of Canada. Safe to say he knows what he's talking about and has some incredibly valuable information to share with you. The five-part series launches on Thursday, February the 23rd and new releases will come out every Thursday at 3 p.m. They're quick 10-minute episodes that get right to the topic at hand. Be sure to check them all out as I found them incredibly informative and know that you will too. All right, let's get into today's episode. On this episode of the Mortgage Series with Mikhail Ferreira, we are discussing pre-sale financing and what the options are. A lot of people out there who buy pre-sales may not be aware of all the options to them, both before, during, and after completion of their homes or investment properties. So welcome back to this episode, Mikhail. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, guys. Good to be back. Thank you so much. So let's dive right into it, right off the top, pre-sales. Can you get financing before a home is built? Absolutely. Uh, This is something that a lot of people don't know, but you can get a full unconditional approval within seven days of your purchase where we hold a rate, uh, a full approval, and an appraisal of the property. So essentially the value you paid is the value that's secured. So your deposit's good. And we'll secure a rate for up to three years. So if rates go up, you have a capped rate that uh, will not exceed that. Gotcha. So you mentioned three years. Is three years the maximum time frame prior to completion that you can get approval? Right now, three years is the max. Um, there are talks that that could change in the next few years, as a lot of projects in Vancouver are, you know, four years plus. Uh, but at the moment, uh, three years is the max. What about those projects? Let's say they they come out and they say completion is three years, mm-hmm. and it gets delayed. 18 months as they do (laughs) what happens there um so you know that's a tricky thing right i mean at the end of the day the pro the product is uh meant for three years so when we know that we're exactly within a three-year uh range what i typically do is i do an initial approval to make sure that one we qualify right i go over any future plans that they have so if you know are you thinking about buying a car Are are you thinking about buying another property um and we try to keep that pretty much nice and clean. No, we're not. Okay, great. Let's revisit this approval in six months, refresh it. So we buy ourselves time where there's delays essentially at the three year mark. If we've now passed that, we will need to look at that again. Uh, but usually along the way, we're keeping track on of the developer. What is their track record? How long have they run? And the only time we really ran into any major issues was during COVID. 
Hmm. So, so Mikhail, out of curiosity, if, if you're able to secure a mortgage for three years, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> what happens if the value of the property or the market is significantly different at the mm-hmm. time of completion versus when you actually got that loan mm-hmm. secured? So there's there's two ways actually, and a lot of people don't know this. So if you've bought a, a pre-sale and it has significantly appreciated in a three-year time frame or any time frame really within the three years, we can actually lend on the appreciated value. So say you've put in your twenty percent down as to the developer and it's gone up, you know, two hundred grand. We could lend based on the appreciated value, and you could actually get money back. At completion. And I've had some cases where people have got a portion of their down payment back and they could flip it and buy another one. Now, on the flip side of that, where we're seeing kind of more often now, if a project has reduced in value with prices being lower, if you've done this, you don't need to worry. Because you've we've secured the value from the day, so you're protecting that side exactly. Right. So we get all the benefit of the upside, none of the downside. Wow, that's a very good reason to get that done in advance. <laughs> yeah, there's literally no downside to it, and, and I, I think where people get caught up and maybe kind of lose track of, of the importance of this is the rate. Now, the rate is just it's a cap rate, so it's usually significantly higher than current rates, about fifty basis points or so. So if a rate is five percent we're at five and a half percent and we're holding that for three years so Mm -hmm. it's you know it's not that bad go back a year and i was having conversations with people and the three-year capped rate was at two and a half percent a year ago so you can imagine those people who locked in who are closing now and next year at two and a half percent where rates are five plus laughing it's it's uh, it's amazing, right? Yeah. So you know, I, I think now the rates will likely come down, but I, I don't think that there's any harm because once you get within 130 days of completion, we will lock in the best rate for you at that time. Right. So there's literally no downside. You still get to participate when rates are low, but you keep your rate if rates are high. Hmm. Okay. For clarification, then let's say we lock in a rate of let's just call it five percent. Yeah. For argument's sake, today. In two years from now, there's still one year prior to completion, but rates are at 3%. Mm-hmm. Can I come to you? Do I have to say, hey, can you requalify me now? Mm-hmm. Or do you automatically kind of requalify people as the rates change? Yeah. So, you know, obviously there's a little bit of responsibility on the, the person applying here, right? Uh, we try to manage this as much as we can. Uh, but when we're talking about hundreds of applications, it's tough. So if you notice that rates are coming down and you have a capped rate of 5% and rates are 3 it's very easy. We can very we can go in there and just reset the rate for you in most cases. Mm-hmm. If we need to do an extension at that time, we also can, right? Uh, but again, anytime we're passing that 36-month threshold, we would repull your credit, right? So if we don't need to and we're still within that bubble, we could refresh for the time remaining. So if there's a year left, we can do a one-year cap rate at any one of the three to 10-year fixed terms and uh, refresh at a lower rate. Gotcha. Okay. Now, life can happen over three years. Right, as, I've as got, it does. I've got, yeah. a, I've got a fantastic job today. At year two, I lose my job. Mm-hmm. Something happens. I can't even work by the time this thing completes. Yeah. How does the bank look at me then? 
Um, so this <laughs> <Not> is, <well. laughs> no, no. So, you know, the, the purpose of a, a capped rate deal is we do all of the underwriting up front. Okay. So we verified all of the income and all of the employment. Now, um, in theory, we don't need to requalify uh, at, at any point inside of the three years. Hmm. Um, but you should, however, have that discussion with your lender if you've lost your job. There's obviously affordability issues there that you might want to tackle and, and, and have an honest conversation. But when it comes to these uh, types of deals, the point is that we don't have to redo this later. Mm-hmm. We are doing it now to confirm that yes, three years from now or within the three years, you will qualify and you don't have to worry. So if you lose your job, but you get another one and it pays a very similar amount, mm-hmm. really there's not much to worry about. Yeah. And again, you know, I, I encourage people to have that conversation with their lender, mm-hmm. uh, especially if the, you know, their employment has increased. Of course, there's no issues, but yeah. you know, if, if you lose your job, you don't want to be taking on a mortgage if you can't afford to make the payments, right? 100%. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it's not the, the main purpose really of, of these is to ensure that a lot of people buy pre-sales and you, you're, you're talking years in advance, you know, one, two, three years away, sometimes four, sometimes five. Um, how do you hedge that? How do you know, you know, in 2019 that the world was going to get hit with COVID? You don't. <laughs> you, you don't. So, like, to me, it's, it's, it's something that absolutely needs to happen. Do it within your seven days. Mm. You know, ensure that when you qualify, your deposit's protected, and you know what your payment's going to be in the worst-case scenario. Yeah. And, and, and I would say that from what I have seen, the amount of people that buy pre-sales versus get approvals, it, it's a very, very small number. I'd say about 20 30% of people actually do it, which is crazy to me. You're putting, you know, several hundred thousand dollars down uh, with, you know, no protection. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I believe that everyone needs to explore that. Yeah, I think it begs uh, discussing even further. If you were to buy something that, let's say, had a million dollar price tag Mm -hmm. and then uh, similar to what we saw happen in 2019, people were then completing with an eight hundred thousand dollar appraisal. And the bank at that point said, well, guess who's coming up with the 200K spread? You are. And it has to be cash. Yes. Yeah. That obviously caused issues. So you're saying with that pre-approval in place, even if the appraisal technically drops to that uh, amount, you guys will still finance. Yeah, because we've done the appraisal at the time of purchase, right? Mm-hmm. right? So obviously, if you're buying something at the time, the appraisal should come in because it's you know relevant pricing to the time. Mm-hmm. But that's the appraisal that we're going to hold for 36 months. Mm-hmm. So we don't actually reappraise the property again unless there's appreciation and you want to access that equity. Right. But if that's not, awesome. if everything is the same way, then we'll leave it, right? Very interesting. Okay, so what if the project is really big and it has like a six-year horizon for completion? <laughs> when should they talk to you? We have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, there, there is. And, and, you know, this is a lot of lenders right now, um, you know, Bank Montreal included, are looking at these longer uh, projects and, and trying to find solutions. There are some that will do four or five years, uh, but the rate is uh, more of a variable rate and can fluctuate. Um, but we are looking at a, at a five-year uh, turnaround now for uh, the cap rates. For people that are in that situation, it really depends on, you know, who your lender is, right? So if you're talking to us um, at Bank Montreal, then you do want to make sure that you're within that three-year bubble. So not that I would recommend waiting two and a half years, three years before you even explore something. I think you still need to look at it and, and, and get the best it. option at the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's not, not a lot of these projects are starting to just well, crazy. I was, I was just going to say, I mean, in a six year project, I mean, the, you know, the ideal time frame maybe was three to four yeah. and then for whatever reasons, COVID happens, yeah. you know, delays take place, supply chain, I can't get the parts or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. 
how does, you know, the, the bank after that three year portion is going to have to, I guess, reassess the yep. whole thing yep. right over yep. again. Uh, absolutely. I mean, at, everything has its limitations, right? And, and when you're buying a project, you are taking on some level of, of risk, course. Yeah. right? That's There's just no way around it. So, yeah. you know, if you're buying a five year project, know that that could be a five and a half, six year project by mm-hmm. the time it's done. Mm-hmm. So there's risk there, mm-hmm. but you know, it doesn't mean you can't get pre-approved at the, at the start, hold it for three years, midway through to another one. Look at it. Again. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to have an idea of where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. And then hopefully in six years we see appreciation. <laughs> yeah. Ideally. Which we ideally. usually do, yeah. 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 As long as you're not in Alberta. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> Do these rate holds work uh, across the province, across the country? Where can people yep. buy? Yeah, so uh, we can do them across the country. Um, we're actually only seeing these kinds of projects that are lasting this long in the GTA, GTV, so basically uh, Vancouver, Toronto, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's other parts in Montreal and in Calgary and in Edmonton, but uh, majority of them are much shorter. Uh, the, the Passing the three years is really a Toronto, Vancouver thing right? mm-hmm. but yeah we do them across the country so hmm. perfect well this has been incredibly informative mm-hmm. for anybody looking to buy pre-sale or maybe they have one and then they realize they can now get financing prior to closing mm-hmm. what's the best way to find you uh you can reach out by phone number email or uh, instagram great we will include all those in the comments below thanks as always for thanks, watching guys. and listening that wraps up this edition of the vancouver life podcast For more information on this podcast and to access a ton of free downloads, investment opportunities, current market info, and homes for sale, you can find it all at www.thevancouverlife.com. Thanks, and we look forward to bringing you more podcasts about Vancouver real estate.